Hey, everybody. I'm Garrett Reisman. And I am Mike Massimino. And we are two funny astronauts, or so we hope. So we hope. And again, we are not saying that we are funny at all. <laughs> no. We are not claiming to be funny, but for us, we are, we are we're as good as you're going to get. We are the funniest <laughs> astronauts ever. That's what we're it's, saying. Hold us against. Yeah, that's the astronaut threshold. Right. That's what we're looking at. Uh, and today, uh, in this episode, we're going to be talking about SpaceX Dragon launching crew to space. The new yeah. world of human space flight uh, yeah. in commercial space. Yeah. So you, you were just at the launch, Matt, right? Garrett, it's fresh in my mind. I was there. It was, uh, I was invited to this launch. It was interesting as a family member for my space sister, Megan MacArthur, you know, one of my best friends. I, I think she's just great. She's, you know, you know, Megan, of course. And, uh, she invited me to uh, be a family member and my son, Dale wait, 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 and I wait, went. She invited you, you to be a family member? To be a family, a family gay, a family, <laughs> uh, part of her family. I, you can't really invite someone to be a family member. Thank you for correcting. A family, <laughs> a family guest. Well, I was on her family. I thought maybe or, she wanted uh, you to marry her guest. sister or something. Let's not start with that. Okay, let's not. <laughs> let's not even. Let's not even try to be funny with that one. They're a very right, wonderful they're, family. They're wonderful, uh, yes. and I wouldn't want to insult them. But for I was an honorary family member. Let's put that. I was on her family mm -hmm. guest list. Have you ever gone to a launch as a as a family guest, as opposed to? You know the way we would normally view a launch or be on the spaceship so. itself. No, no, no. I just yeah. I, I went to a bunch of launches uh, in official capacity as family escort. You know, but not yeah. not as a family, as, not as a guest. Oh, that's not yeah. entirely true. We, um, I, I remember we went to the the final space shuttle launch. They invited a lot of us. You're probably there mm -hmm. for that too. SDS one thirty five, yeah. the very last space shuttle, and we yeah. were basically invited guests uh, of of the of the crew. And we were on a big bus together and we went to, you know, and all that. So kind of. Yeah. But, but what was it like for you? Yeah. No, it was, it was a little different to be like there amongst, you know, and, and usually when we went, uh, when we went as astronauts, we were, you know, there wasn't, we were a little more careful maybe about the quarantine or we were more, wor it was working, you know, and this was, this was going there, um, you know, just to enjoy the launch and be with the other family members and the other guests and see a lot of our friends down there. It's a little nerve wracking. There's <laughs> like, like a lot of things to, and you, so you, you got to figure it out on your own. When we were astronauts, they would tell us what to do. You know, you're supposed to be here at this time and over here and everything else. It's kind of open ended. Like you don't really get all the information you need, and you got to remember. I remember people used to hound my the crew secretary. We had yeah. one of my one of my high school friends ban his wife from all federal <laughs> property. <laughs> because she was such this woman was such a pain in the pain neck. Ass. She was yeah. creating. Yeah, she was going like, "What is going on now? When can I go to Disney?" And she kept calling. Brooke Heathman was our was our. Oh uh, yeah, I remember Brooke. Yeah, was I remember Brooke? She was our. our yeah. from, this is my first launch, and this this woman was driving her crazy. I mean, it was yeah, like saying like ninety percent of her time, constantly calling every day, multiple times. <laughs> what can I do about this? Can I do this? What about that? And so I was like, you're banned. You're banned from the Kennedy Space Center. So that was it. She wasn't allowed ever. She, she came to that launch, and that was it. The second time I, I, I flew, I didn't invite them. But I invited their parents because I also their parents were friends with my parents. The mm -hmm. parents tried to give the tickets to the kids so this woman could get back inside. Oh, no. And I said, no. no. no so we no. had a banner. But I, I kind of have more appreciation 
and for no one know what the heck's going on. Yeah. And it's it's kind of stressful. You're you know you're you're trying to figure out what's going. And it's you know you're, it's a lot of activities. And what do you do? And and they don't tell you what to do. You kind of have to figure it out a little I bit on your you. own. And you're nervous about the crew. You know, the crew member. It's like, ooh, I hope they're going to be okay. Kind of. Thing. Yeah, yeah. A little bit different. A little different perspective. I tell you, Matt. So as I remember, as a crew member, this this whole guest list thing is really stressful because, like, I remember my first oh. launch. I had I think I think I had like two thousand guests. 2000 yeah. uh and, and and there's all these different like tiers like you can be like so the best tier was like at the uh by the vi visitors or the uh, uh the saturn banana creek. center there the banana creek yeah yeah yep and then there's like the then there's the people that uh sit on the causeway and then like the the, the like the lowest tier was like the the bar in cape canaveral like the little fish and <laughs> chips place with a balcony you know? yeah. <laughs> and god and, forbid these people find out that someone else got a better seat than they did and it, it's like it's oh. like it, oh my god it's like it's like that old that old brain teaser about the fox and the, and the bag of seed and the chicken is like it's like because oh, uncle so-and-so can't stand aunt such and such and you can't let them sit in the same place so you got to make sure they're separate and you got to like <laughs> It's so freaking that, complicated. That, that I can relate to relatives hating each other. I'm not sure about the oh. fox in the sand. What's that, <laughs> what that's about? Well, but I remember that like people ask me, like, when when you're sitting in the rocket and you're strapped in, okay, and you know, you don't know, by the way, when you get into a rocket, you don't know if you're really launching on that day because historically, this is true with the shuttle, yeah. there's only like a 50% chance on any given launch opportunity that you're actually going to go because it could be bad weather in Spain. It could be like a, a technical problem with the, some ball bearing could be missing. There's a million things that could stop you from launching on that day. You, you might want to explain the bad weather in Spain because that's something oh. I really didn't realize until. Why yeah, would that stop the launch? Because it's the same thing for the space, sort of. Go ahead. It's, yeah, yeah, it is. So, so like you have to, in the event that you have an emergency, if you, if you lose one of your engines at a certain point in the trajectory, the plan is to abort across the Atlantic. It's called a TAL, transatlantic uh, landing. And you're going to go and fly over the Atlantic and land like in Spain or France or someplace in Europe. That's your your option. And so if the weather is bad there and the shuttle can't land. You're not going to go launch because that option will be taken away from you. So so the, all, there's all these factors that go into it. Like uh, uh, there's a million different things. And so you don't know. Yeah. But then like just before launch, they go around, they do the go, no go poll. And it sounds like this is like, like booster, you go. And he goes, go <laughs> like. GNC, are you go? I'm go. Range, are you go? Go. And then, and, and when everybody says go, that's the moment that you know today you really are going right. And if, as if long as me, like, as long as the rocket lights, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. They did have a couple of shutdowns on the pad. Jim Newman, my the free guy flew on my first flight, said true. he always he went out to the launch pad and he he boarded every time. He was three for three. We did go on time. With, that's another story. That's what, true. What was that's going true. On but, that, but that's extremely. But he, they had a shutdown, an engine shutdown. They started the main engine and shut them down. So that's right. You never but know. You, but yeah. usually, once everybody says go, that's it. All right. Except for mm. a, a one in a million chance that the engine started, they don't. Oh, but anyway, but, one, but, out, one, out, one out of 85 or so. Yeah. yeah. yeah you never know. One, it could happen. Yeah. With okay. the shuttle. Yeah. Go ahead. So <laughs> can I tell my story? <laughs> Well, you're telling a story. I'm sorry. Yeah, Excuse I was telling me. the go story. Ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's all right. Yeah, oh, go ahead. Go, go, go. No. <laughs> Jason's going to have his hands full with editing this one. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> so, so, so when they go around and everybody says go, 
then you think like, okay, I'm really going to go today. It's really going to happen. And people ask me like, well, what did that feel like when you know that today is really the day and those engines are really going to light? And and the overwhelming thought in my head at that moment was, oh, thank God I don't have to redo the guest list. Because if you don't go, you got to recalculate everything. It's like, okay, who's coming back tomorrow? Is yeah, Uncle So-and-So yeah. coming back? Because now we yeah. got an open seat at the Banana Creek. So can aunt is aunt such and such coming back because they can't sit together and you know it's like it's like oh I, thank god i don't have to ever do that again you know that's that yeah. was the overwhelming feeling not like oh i'm about to go to space it's like oh thank yeah. god i don't have to deal with that anymore so uh when when we launched people from uh russia i don't think it was the same routine right there wasn't a guest list to have to manage there still is a guest Went list, actually, but, it, but it's a lot smaller because not that many people are crazy enough to fly all the way to Kazakhstan. Right. Um, so it's I was not there, I was there with, with your friend Drew Foistel once. We, the one launch I saw mm -hmm. in Kazakhstan, because I never launched on the Soyuz, but, uh, but mm -hmm. I, I went there once for a launch, and, and Drew and I were there just like to get uh, familiar. And mm -hmm. we found like the one pizza place in all of Kazakhstan is there in Baikonur. And, and uh, uh -huh. it tasted good at the time, but I tell you, compared to New York pizza, it's pretty... <laughs> pretty piss poor but uh <laughs> but what do you want in Baikonur, you know in kazakhstan yeah. but uh, there's still a, pizza yeah there's still a guest list but it's really it's much smaller it's a much more intimate affair and and uh yeah uh yeah it's not it's not as big of a deal because you know it's funny as you get you get further away from flying you remember the good uh you're reminding me of what it was like with that guest list because going back to see this launch and it still was somewhat restricted because of covid but uh yeah, there was people there. It was Florida, and you know, people were were there. A lot of people had vaccines. You had to show you had a vaccine or whatever that kind of or a you know a test to, to get inside. But it still was outdoors, so they could have people, and it was really great to be able to have people at a launch again. And and you, all these people we used to invite to the launch it was great. You had your old your neighbors from when you were a kid. I had my you know high, my elementary school teachers came. Mm. It was really fun. And I miss that, <clears throat> you know, I miss, mm -hmm. I think we missed out on that for the last few years that, oh man, we we're able to have all these people come and it was so great to invite all these people. But yeah, I mean, it's, uh, like, also, it's like, as a crew member, you also bring like, back like, what it was like to, to manage that list was a pain <laughs> in the neck. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But it's also like, it's like the greatest party you'll never go to, right? As because, a crew member, yes, it's yeah. true. Because it's yeah. like every single person in the world that you care about, like in the least, is at yeah. this party. And you can't go because you're in quarantine and, you, right. you know, it's terrible. You get a phone call. I got it. Like, I used to get phone yeah. calls. Hey, we're really enjoying your party. Thanks. Yeah. Like, it's great. Yeah, but you couldn't go. Where did you have? Do you remember where you had your, your parties, your lunch parties that you couldn't go to? Yeah. The, the, um, the first one we had outdoors in one of the parks there in, like, in Titusville. I forgot exactly where. And then the second one, we actually got like in, in uh, Melbourne. There's some like convention center that we rented out, <laughs> and uh, we had it there. And I, then we had a video hookup for that, so I was able like to wave to yeah. people and and talk to some people. Yeah, but, that's cool. It's like yeah, your high school teachers are there, like all your yeah. relatives. It's like the guys that were on your wrestling team in college. I mean, everybody yeah. was there, and 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 yeah. you can't be there. It's kind of a bummer. Yeah, I was at your second launch. I was your extended family escort. I remember yeah. sitting next to. Uh, Sit next to Bueno's mom for that. Mm -hmm. I was next to your mom for landing, <laughs> but I was sitting next to Mrs. Good uh, yeah. for 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 your launch. So yeah, but you know, well, what was what, this, what was this one like? Yeah. What was this one like? Yeah, I was gonna say it was it was great to see people again back there, you know, and and to mm -hmm. have that sort of spirit 
that, you know, we are going, we're, we're offline again. And I think it really did make a big difference, I felt, for just morale and all the festivities and how cool it was to be flying from the Cape. And, and we, I think we really missed that uh, in, until now that we're launching again from the, uh, you know, from, from the Kennedy Space Center. So it was, and I think the first launch that you were there for the first launch, right? There yeah. wasn't very many people there for the first, for the first, well, the first SpaceX launch. launch was the there? first launch was crazy because we were in the height of COVID, right? In the kind of the beginning, it was May thirty first, twenty twenty, and yeah. so we were, yeah. you know, we had all the restrictions, and we told everybody not to come. Even the family didn't really bring anybody but the immediate family, and I was yeah. only there because I was doing the commentary. I was with the press. I was doing commentary live on. CBS. Yeah. We did the CBS yeah. evening news special report. And mm -hmm. uh, but I, I had to find an excuse to be there because, you know, I, I worked at SpaceX for seven years. And, and the whole time I'm there for those seven years, I worked on that vehicle. On, on, yeah, on it was your baby. Yeah, was I don't know baby. If people know this. We haven't we haven't gotten into that yet. That's going to be <laughs> no. a couple episodes, I think. Just how yeah. you, you, you got into that whole thing. The whole yeah. space. So you went to see and, and yeah. I, I, you know, I worked for Elon Musk. He was my boss. It was, it was, it was a wild seven years. And this is the culmination of everything that I had worked on. So I was going to be there yeah. one way or the other. But I had COVID. So I figured, how are we going to get there? So I, I uh, uh, at that point, nobody knew how you get COVID. Like, you know, is it, is it, you have to put Lysol on your, on your, on your Amazon packages. You know, nobody knew what to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Transfer everything from one box to another box. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. It doesn't make any sense. So I'm, I'm uh, 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 you know, wiping myself with the Clorox wipes. And, but so the only way I was going to go, I promised my family I was going to do this as safely as I, I possibly could. So I flew my own plane. I got a little tiny plane, a single engine propeller plane. Very cool. No, I've seen it. It's, it's very a, cool it's plane. A, it's a nice plane. I, I'm very happy with it. It's a Cirrus SR-22. Um, and so I flew that thing all the way from L.A. to to, to the Cape, to Florida. So I, I literally flew from coast to coast uh, in this one airplane. And I only you had, you had to make stops. You made stops, though, didn't you? One. I made oh. one stop. And and that was not easy to do uh, because, you know, it doesn't have that oh. much range. The only way I could, but, it, but I, I wanted to do that so I can, like, I knew this one airport in Texas near Austin where I could land and walk right into a hotel where I didn't have to get into a car or nothing. And I could go right to the mm -hmm. hotel and wipe it down with my Clorox wipes, wipe my face with the Clorox wipes, and then everything was going to be okay. So You stayed overnight? You didn't I do stayed, it in I one stayed, No, you stayed overnight? It was. It took like eight hours of flying to get from L.A. to to Austin. Oh, because the okay. plane's not that fast. It's not like our T thirty eights we used to fly. It's not like. Yeah. It's not a jet, but I could do it without stopping, and I could get there. and And I had like a little bag with all my food. I had like cans of chili <laughs> or I don't know whatever. I <laughs> I wasn't gonna go out for food. I had I had a, like a week's worth of food that I carried with me and. and and that's so, the way uh, John Young. That's the way John Young used to fly to T thirty eight. Always bring yeah. a sandwich. You don't want to be dependent on anybody. So you, you're, you're following right in his footsteps. There. Exactly. That's a smart idea. Yeah. And, and, but the only way I could get that far is if I fly really high and really slow, because that's when the airplane is like the the most fuel efficient, right? Gets ah, the yeah. best gas mileage. If I go max really range. high, max range, and really slow, uh, and and so on, on the second leg, I'm going from Austin to the Cape and. And I'm up there, and and this this is like eight hours, right? So there's no bathroom. So I got I have these like I have these Gatorade bottles that are empty, <laughs> and I'm filling them Not up. Not for long. Right. Don't get them mixed up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Make sure so, you check. <laughs> like that's not lemon lime. So. <laughs>
So I'm flying along. <laughs> And and I'm and so here's what's going on. I'm like, okay, if I go any 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 higher, I'm not gonna uh, I'm not gonna have I'm gonna get too much of a headwind. If I go any lower, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna use too much gas and I'll run out of gas. I won't make it. No good. But if I don't go fast enough, I'm 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 gonna uh, I'm not gonna make it there before I'm watching on the radar. I'm watching these thunderstorms coming up from the south towards the Cape. I'm like, if I don't go any faster. I'm, I'm gonna not gonna beat these thunderstorms, and then the biggest criteria of all is I'm looking over. I'm like, I only got one Gatorade bottle left. <laughs> <laughs> so, You'd have to drink it, to empty it, and fill it again. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I was like, I got all these. I, I'm doing all this mission planning. It's very complicated, but I, I got there. Did you, I, I, did you I throw it out the out. window? You couldn't no. empty it out the window, could you? No, this plane, there's no window. This plane, you got to open the, it's like these gold wing doors. If you open that up in flight, it's a, it's a disaster. Oh, yeah, so no, 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 no. Yeah, no, 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 no. So, but I made it. I made, I beat the thunderstorm. I had enough gas, <laughs> barely, and I, uh, and I, and I didn't run out of Gatorade bottles. So it was okay. So I get there <laughs> and I get there to Florida. And, and of course, everybody in Florida is acting like wait, nothing's wait, did, going on. Everybody anything happened in tech? So I'm sorry, go ahead. Everybody's uh, like, everybody in Florida is like, nobody's wearing a mask. They're all in the bars. They're drinking. I was like, you know, what they don't care. What's the problem? What's, yeah. what's, is there something? Is there what? The, what's COVID? What? <laughs> yeah. Know, like, so, but I, but I went to the uh, launch and I was there. Yeah. I, I had to be there. And, and, uh, and, and I'll tell you, it was, I remember the first time I watched a launch where I knew the people on board. It might've been your, no, no, it was, it was a little bit earlier than I think your first launch. Mm -hmm. But the first time I knew like who those people were, it changed everything, right? You, you, emotionally, it's a yeah, completely yeah, different no experience. Kidding. I agree. And then the, but this was again a whole nother level because I was involved in making this spaceship. Yeah. And so not only did I know Bob and Doug, I mean, Bob and I went to graduate school together. We were classmates yeah. at Caltech. And Doug and I, you know, we spent a lot of time together in the office and we're friends. He's a great guy. And, and so not only do I know these guys really well that are strapping into this rocket, but now I got culpability. You know, if, I, if, if something goes wrong, I'm going to take, it's not just like when we were in the office, we're astronauts and, and, you know, obviously you, you and I both lived through Columbia and it was a horrible, horrible experience, but compared to the trauma that people went through that actually felt guilt because they contributed to what happened, it's a whole different level. So I'm sitting there watching this thing launch with two really good friends of mine that I know and like feeling like, oh, if, if this doesn't work out, how am I gonna look Megan in the eye, you know, and, and, and yeah. uh, it's terrifying. I was a freaking mess. I was, I was such, <laughs> I was such a wreck. I was a complete, <laughs> complete and utter wreck is the only way I could describe it. Yeah, how I are was, you? When you were, <laughs> no, well, I was doing, it was during COVID, I was asked to, to do some media for the Discovery Channel with this launch live show, which we ended up doing together for the next yeah. launch, right? But that's right. But then it was just, I think it was just me on that program. And uh, for, you know, as far as astronauts go, I think they tried to get Peggy at the last minute and we couldn't, but it was everything was done like inside. So this was how are we going to do a TV show remotely like that? I wasn't going to go down to the Cape. I don't know if you remember, Garrett, I was calling you. I think I was <laughs> calling you from, uh, from New York about it. Yeah. You remember that? I think yeah, I was yeah, yeah. calling you and I was, I had great reception in the tunnel, in the Queensmantown <laughs> tunnel. I never lost you. Right yeah. now, we're talking with all this technology in the open, and we 
you know, we have trouble. Yeah. I was in the tunnel. I never, I don't understand how that happened. But anyway, I remember talking to you about that. You were, I was like, you're going to go to this launch or what? Because I figured you had the inside track with your SpaceX yeah. connection. You're like, I'm not going to Florida. They're crazy down there. They got the you know, COVID. I'm not going to go to. I'm like, oh, you'll be fine. You're like, no, no. Next thing I know, you're down, you're going down there. But yeah. The way we did it is they brought a bunch of gear into my, uh, as they did with you on the, when mm-hmm. we did it together the next time with, uh, with, the, with the second SpaceX launch for Crew 1 a few months after that. Uh, but they came in and they set up all this gear. And so I was, uh, I think I was in contact with you, though, I, I, with your pictures I and we so on. It was we, really we, funny. We, you sent this. You sent this really funny picture that you yeah. probably want to talk about at some point here, but yeah. <laughs> the, the, uh, yeah. So we, uh, I, I remember the gear you're talking about cause, and I got a picture of that too, which I'll say, uh, yeah. which we can put up, but, um, but of, of what that looked like, cause they sent all this stuff in all these cases and then you set up like basically a whole TV studio in your house. It was yeah, and, and around it, the COVID stuff. And I don't know if they told you this, but they were like, we can send the guy to help you set it up. But I was like, I don't, you know, but you should, you're an astronaut. You should be able to figure it out. You know, I'm like, okay. It's like, it's like so, Neil Armstrong uh, and, and the, yeah, and the, Neil and the Armstrong's chains. Before, yeah, you know, you talk, they, they knew I was an astronaut. They assumed too much. So yeah. they send all this stuff and we're trying to send, we didn't want anyone coming into the apartment, you know, hey, you know, well, well, cause all the COVID, how do you get it? Like you said, we didn't know back in May. And so I set all this stuff up. That was quite a project. There was wiring going through the, going through the apartment and special things for an extra, it was all this w- new ways to do this with a fancy camera that they could control remotely and all. I think this is the way they did the news. When news reporters were doing the news from home, they had to get a really good signal in the direct out of control. All the, so they came in with that same type of gear. So that was my experience with the first launch was covering it with Discovery Channel from a distance. And uh, yeah, it, was, it was actually, it was kind of fun. And you were down there with, with, with CBS. But what happened? Yeah. What happened with you? What did you do? You got up to some shenanigans, and I got to ask you well, uh, what it was. Well, the, you were you were very worried, but you still you know, fit in a little comedy. There. Well, well, yeah, you were so, so right. I did. So, so the, the first attempt, fortunately, we didn't launch because I was a mess. I really was a complete <laughs> nervous wreck, and 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 but the weather was no good, and we didn't launch. We never went live on the air for that first attempt, and and thank goodness because if we actually if they if we actually went live on the air, I would have been like this. <laughs> I, would have, I, would have been, I just i would have said nothing but we didn't go and it was for me i was it was a relief you know so i go back to the hotel and i had a couple of days to kind of collect myself and prepare when i went back the second time i was ready when on the second attempt which is the, the 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 time we actually launched and i remember the first time they drove i'm at the press site which is right by that countdown clock you know that giant mm-hmm. clock with the flagpole yeah, yeah, to yeah. the vehicle assembly yeah. building so i'm right there at that press site and they drive right by on the way to the launch pad with in the Teslas, mm-hmm. you know, Bob and Doug yeah. drove right by and they got the helicopter circling overhead and oh, the yeah. whole caravan. And uh, so this time I'm ready. And and I and I, I took a, a, a big piece of like cardboard and I made a sign like a big sign like a, <laughs> and and they and they drove by. And as they drove by, I'm standing there waving to them, like on the side of the road, like like yeah. like a couple, only a couple feet away. They see me and they slow down, right? And they and they roll down the window, and they and they're gonna shout hello. And I'm holding up the sign. The sign says, "Take me with you." <laughs> <laughs> and I think somebody like I tweeted that, and somebody tweeted back like peak 2020, like like, like yeah, yeah. And, and get off this planet if you can because it was a yeah. bad year. But yeah, yeah. no, that that had a that had a that's true. That had that double meeting meaning. You know, you would want to go anyway. We would all yeah. love to do that again. 
But uh, yeah, I think somebody, somebody that, that was a perfect time to get like, off the planet. Yeah, yeah, they're like, like Garrett is speaking for all of us. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, everyone, everyone's like, get me out of here. Yeah. How did you get that close to him, though? I mean, it, it, usually there's, isn't there some? You just did you the first time you saw him go by? Were you that close again, or did you have look, to move out to the street? Look, man, you you know as well as I do, you wear this blue jacket, you can do anything. At, ah, at the cave, you can. Right. You can I, I could have. Uh, you know, I could have, I could have hopped in and gotten a ride to the launch pad, probably. I and by and, and, I, and by, I sent them an email once they were up on the space station. You know, a couple yeah. of days later, and I yeah. and I'm like, and I sent an email. I was like, "Did you see my sign?" And they wrote back, "They're like, yes." I'm like, "I wasn't kidding. Why did you stop? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why didn't you stop? There was four seats in that thing, Garrett. I know. You could have fit in there. <laughs> I know. I know. I was ready. No, I wanted to go. No, that's funny. But so, yeah, so how did you was... compare, like, watching the Falcon Nine launch compared to watching the shuttle? Because you saw both. Yeah, and I got. Well, I got to ask you this because it was, uh, you know, I've seen a, a bunch of launches. This was a night launch, and uh, it seemed to me, and maybe this was just the angle or whatever, but it seemed to me like with the shuttle, it would go up right, and you would kind of lose it. You know, you wouldn't, mm. you wouldn't see it for very long. Now, this was at night. So you can see it longer at night, but it also seemed like even the angle, this I this I don't get. The angle similar with the shuttle launch, it seemed to kind of go straight up and very high and then off. It might have been where I was viewing it from. I think the stands might have been in a different place. It seemed like the SpaceX vehicle was was kind of going uh, not as high, maybe a little flatter and when it was, but you know, and I could see mm. you could see it the whole time. We yeah. could still see the flame. And I mean, there's a question for you, maybe, which maybe isn't very funny. But there's a, a difference in the fuel, right? They're using they use an oxidizer and methane. Is that what, what is that what they're using? Uh, no, they're using uh, what, uh, methane. Met they're using that in the in the Raptor engines for the Starship. But Falcon Nine is uh, Lox kerosene, RP one. Lox kerosene, RP1 okay, right. Lux, yeah. Okay, thank you. So thanks for covering me on that too. So uh, so kerosene, I know. But but at Hubble, at Hubble on, on shuttle we had uh, oxygen and hydrogen, and so I was wondering maybe. Was it something to do with the way the fuel burned that with Hubble, with Hubble again, with shuttle, when the shuttle, sorry, with the shuttle, if, you're just, it, if you you're didn't just it, it in you just, you just twisting I'm that I'm sorry, knife, I'm trying not twisting. to say that. But the, with the, with the space shuttle, because it was hydrogen, that maybe the, the way the, the flame burned, that you don't, it, it doesn't burn away or you don't get the same light coming off. No, I don't I, know if that makes I, a difference. I think, but it I just seemed like you were able to see it for a long time. Now, I think the reason you're able to see it for a long time actually wasn't because of the different fuel. I think it was because of the lighting conditions. So one of the unique things about the, that launch, that particular launch, is it launched mm -hmm. at night, but relatively right. quickly it got, because it's flying to the east and, and flying up right. high, relatively yep. quickly it got into the daylight. So dawn broke on the, on the spacecraft well before you were still okay. in pitch blackness, but the sun was shining on the, on the Dragon and the Falcon 9. So... That okay. lit the thing up for you and allowed you to see it for a longer period of time. You probably you also we, did you see all the cold gas thrusters as the first stage was. It was back unbelievable. And, yeah, the first yeah. stage came back, and we were able to see that coming back, and you know the little poofs coming down, and so we could see both lights. We could see the light of the second stage taking them to orbit, and right now, more or less coming down, we could see the first stage returning with its poofs of light and the way it had scattered the particles in the atmosphere. It was incredible. It was a great show. Yeah. You know, with, but I felt like with the with the shuttle flights, I guess a little louder, a little more mm -hmm. vibration because it's a bigger, more thrust, bigger rocket ship. But with this, it was quite. It was really a show. 
Yeah. You know, it really was something to see. It was spectacular to see that, to see those two lights. Go ahead. You, you, you sort of was a day launch, of course. Did you have the same effect? Did you still see it for that long? Yeah, or did it yeah. disappear no, more quickly? I, I don't think, I, I think it disappeared more quickly um, because, uh, yeah, because it, it was a normal day launch. So I, I don't, I don't remember seeing it for that long, but, um, but I do, but, and, and, uh, uh, but the other thing that's unique about the Falcon 9 launch is that the first stage comes back and lands uh, yeah. out. And in, in, in this case, it landed out on the drone ship out at sea. Yeah. And and the, and the shuttle set, shed the solid rocket boosters. Right. You saw them flare and, off. Yeah. But the, but you just get like a little, you see a little bit. But this is, you know, the the the, the first stage of the of the Falcon 9 is is uh, it lights up those engines for the braking burn and the landing mm -hmm. burn. And 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 there's a shock wave that comes off of it. Uh, yeah. Know, uh, so so that's that's uh, and, and 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 the one that you saw, if 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 you get really lucky, which you did, and it's right like before dawn or right after dusk, uh, then you get this really interesting lighting configuration. And this happened once we launched a rocket, a Falcon Nine out of Vandenberg, and 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 so right right like just after the sun went down. So again, it was dark here, but when it went up, it got into the into the sunlight, and so all of those attitude control thr thruster firings and, and engine lighting uh, was visible. And it made it, it looked like this massive jellyfish in the sky over LA. Yeah, people a, people yes. were, were, were like crashing their cars. There were accidents on the LA freeways because people were looking up and distracted by it. Wow. They were, like they thought like the aliens were attacking or something and they were, like, people were freaking out. 911 was, people were dialing. Really? You know, Yo, yeah, yeah. It Especially in Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it seemed like they would. Yeah, they, yeah. the uh, but yeah, the jellyfish-looking thing we saw in the distance that you're describing coming down. It looked like it, that's a good way to describe it. I think, mm -hmm. uh, you know, but we we again we weren't underneath. So I guess in L.A. they were underneath it and they saw it kind of on top of them. Is that what was happening? Yeah, it, it lit up yeah. the entire sky here in L.A. That was wow. crazy. Now, I was in Mission Control in Hawthorne at SpaceX mm -hmm. when we were launching, and a couple of us were like, you know. We might be able to actually see this thing with our own eyes instead of watching it on the screen if we go up to the parking structure because it's mm -hmm. launching from vandenberg which isn't that far away maybe we can actually yeah. see it uh, visibly so a bunch of us went up to the top of the parking structure mm -hmm. in, in 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 hawthorne and then we're like holy crap you know we're like <laughs> whoa i can't believe it and yeah. and, and uh, it was incredible yeah, it was it was really quite a show. I mean, I, I felt like as far as what you see, it was it was it was like a light show, and maybe mm -hmm. it's because we got right with the. With, but it was it was really worthwhile to and going down here and being with everybody was cool. We got a chance to go in the hangar for the wave across. The wave across is when you you get a chance to see the crew member that's invited you to the launch, and you you know it's family wave time, and we couldn't do that outside because it was bad. So we went inside the the hangar more or the where the space where the where the rockets are. Uh, and it was like a scene out of a science fiction movie. We weren't allowed to take any photos in there, but uh, but it was r really cool to uh, to see to see those rockets getting ready. I guess they're the ones that are going to be next up. We should describe that the waiver cross is something that goes way back. Um, but there's this big trench that goes around the launch pad, 39A and 39B. This, this uh, the big launch pads where the launch pad we, we, where, that we that you saw the Falcon 9 launch from. 39A is the same exact launch pad that the shuttles launch from, the same exact launch pad that, that the Saturn V launched from, that yeah. Apollo 11 launched yep. from that same launch pad, for example. And, and so there's this ditch that goes around the outside, and you can see this in Apollo 13. If you ever watch that movie, they, they mm -hmm. recreated yeah, 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 this yeah, scene yeah. very well. 
And what they do is they, the, 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 it gives you a safe distance so that it's like a quarantine, you know, like social distancing, right? You want to keep a certain distance so that nobody can get sick. And the crew stands on one side of that ditch and the, you bring up like about, you're allowed to pick like 50 people, including your closest family members that could come on the that's other a, side. And, that's another list that pisses people off. Yes. yes you got you right. to, you need, you got to tell these people, you're, 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 this is what you're doing, but you can't tell anybody about it. No, they should have more all pictures. Because like, right, if, you're, if, you're, if, you're, if, you're, if you're guest number 51, you get screwed. So you, that's <laughs> you it. Right. And how about this one? Did you ever get this one? Well, if my mother can't go, I'm not going. Yeah, of course. Of you course, ever get, get that, that one? one? Oh, yeah. So and so is I'm not, not going. going. If so and so I'm can't not go. going. Right, yeah. exactly. Oh, you get that one. But I'm there for mine, you know. I remember yeah. uh, two of the 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 uh, um, wives of the Columbia astronauts, uh, Rona Ramon and Lonnie McCool, were there, and they walked right across the ditch. They <laughs> screw this, and they came across and they gave they, they hugged me, and the, and the NASA officials and like the NASA <laughs> flight docs are like they don't know what to do because it's a complete yeah. breach of, pr of protocol. It's yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah. Breach of the quarantine. But yeah. this is the the widows of the Columbia astronauts. So yeah, nobody's gonna yeah. say no to them, right? So right. they came right across there hugging me, and and but but then but then so my mom is over there. <laughs> my mom, I gotta oh, tell this story. So she wasn't she, allowed across the ditch, probably your mom. No, no, she wasn't, and she's jealous now. She's mad because she sees oh, Rona and Lonnie. See what I mean? Not only yeah. you, get, you invite them, now who gets to touch the crew? The touching thing. <laughs> no one's ever happy at these things so my mom is but my mom is like uh i'm there with you you are allowed to have the, the only people that can go through the quarantine except for lonnie and rona uh, is like your your spouse right your spouse is with you mm -hmm. and, and and uh because uh, they're cleared by the doctors into the quarantine yeah. so so i'm there with with my spouse and my mother is across the ditch and she's trying to take a picture right so she's trying to orchestrate this she's like Simone. Stand closer to Garrett. I can't get you in the same frame. Closer. Bend down a little bit. Just bend down a little. And she drives me crazy because because I got fifty people over there, including people I haven't seen in like ten years. You know, like my high school physics teacher or whatever. And yeah. I'm trying to wave and shout to them because it's kind of far. And and I'm just and and she's yelling at me to like to, to move over to take the picture. And she's driving me crazy. So 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 she's yelling, yelling. I'm trying to and and, and eventually I'm getting so like frustrated. I, I said, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's really good. So, right before you launch into space, in front of everyone, so who, I, they don't know the backstory like no. we do. So I come back. I come back to Earth after that mission. Uh, that was my last flight. I come back to Earth and Doug Hurley, as in the, as in Bob and Doug that flew on that mission we're yeah. talking about, the very first flight of the SpaceX mission. Doug Hurley is my is the astronaut support personnel who like is, is driving me back to crew quarters after we land we land the shuttle lands yeah. and we get into the car and he's driving yeah. me in the car and I'm, it's just us and i'm telling the story about the wave across the ditch and how i flipped off my mom like right before i launched and she go he goes you realize that if something would have gone wrong if you would have morted that would have been the last thing your mom ever saw of you would have been yes <laughs> that's a, a, yeah this is how i remember garrett that's the thanks i get <laughs> This is a thanks I get. It wouldn't have been, oh, we lost Garrett. Yeah, well, you know what he did? This is <laughs> That's how, you know. This is the thanks I get for raising him and making him an astronaut. I'm like, too bad I'd be dead. Who, you know, I don't I won't care. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna ever know. I'm, I'm not gonna ever have to deal with it. I'm never gonna have to take the guilt because I'll be dead. If he was <laughs> if he was still alive, I would kill him. <laughs> right.
Yeah, funny. No, I remember. Yeah, I remember when you came back. I was again. I was your extended family escort with your mom during the landing. I know. I know. And she didn't mention anything about the finger, but now I I can see why she I was think, wanted to I get think you she back. Probably was in denial and kind of blocked that out. Or maybe she was so busy trying to line up the photo that she yeah. didn't even notice. But she's going to know now. So now, now she knows. Yeah. Now she <laughs> now she knows what you did. Now you're in trouble. But I remember we went out. We went out to eat. With wait, wait, guys, let, like let, me, let me let me let me try to dig out of the. Hey, mom, I I, I love you, I love you, I really do. <laughs> I'm sorry, but still, what you did at that time, well, you yeah, for crying it. out loud. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we went out to eat with you guys after I remember. Yeah, and uh, we we were at the Cape. You know, those whatever those. I was just by there for the launch. That's the other thing I did. It was like I strolled down memory lane. I went down to to uh, to Cape Canaveral where they have those uh, uh, you know those restaurants we used to go to. It used to be called Lloyd's. I was like everything everything does has a different name now. Oh. Like Lloyd's, they changed the name years ago. It's uh, it's Fish Lips or something Fish like that. Lips. I think yeah. now is what yeah. Right. So I think we might have been there or one of those places down there. And and you we were it was great to see. I remember I saw you on the runway when you guys landed. I was on the bus with, I was sitting next to Bob Cabana and we came out and I, you know, we, as you say, I'm asking you, how do you got, how you got next to those guys on a thing? I was, you know, I was there seeing you guys on the walk around after I remember that. And then we, we got together to eat, we, you know, a bunch of us with you guys. And I remember you had, you're still wearing Joe Torrey's ring. But that, this is not the baseball episode. No, no, we got to save But that. I remember you were wearing that. Save yeah. that. But save I remember that. you were wearing that. But it was great to, it was yeah. great to be there for you guys launching in for your landing and. Oh, that was yeah that was really cool but it's still you know when you're working it and you're there and it's a little bit different than the experience i had last week because we're you know not an astronaut anymore and going there uh and i really wanted to like go through that experience as you know we just bought our tickets online like you normally would we went on the tour the family tour and my son and i dan was with me we went we saw spatial atlantis which was on display there and uh it was really it was just a great week it was great to be there with my son Great to be there for Megan to see her family and be a part of that, and to see how cool it is to be launching again from the Kennedy Space Center and see a lot of the guys that are still, you know, still there that we knew that we flew with. Uh, there was an ESA astronaut was there, so there was some ESA people there as well. Mm -hmm. uh, it was it was just a wonderful experience. I had so much fun. It was one of the best trips that I've ever really that I've ever been on, and it, was, it just made made me so happy to have been a part of it, but also to still be a part of it and you know, at least knowing the people and doing what we're doing to, to support in the way we do it now. So it, yeah. it, it, it was it's really great to be launching again from the States. Fantastic. And uh, I have a lot yeah, of we, questions we, we I want to ask you. We went nine I have a lot years. of questions I want to ask you that we have to save, I think, for another, yeah. another. we're about out of time. But go ahead. I'm sorry, Garrett. About now, I was going to say we should wrap this up, but uh, we, we went nine long years without launching from the Cape, and it's great to, it, is, yeah. it was fantastic to be there and yeah and and see it uh start up again just like that's just yeah. like you're saying so yeah and it's right. great to see the people i know you were saying like when you were there with florida when you were there for the first launch it was but there probably wasn't very many people at the at on site to watch but now there was there were people there again and people in the yeah. hotels and seeing people from spacex the, the crews some of the crews that are going to go in the future the, the customers the, yeah. you know the, the, the customers that are going right. to go they were there and a lot of other very interesting people that we've known from our past that are now involved with the commercial end of it uh were there so but but i have a lot of more questions for you so we have i, you know, I want to ask you about what i saw in the in the training of it and 
Because I think that's that's really changing, I think, the way we do business. It's not just how we get to space, but I think how we train for space, too, with this automated spaceship, it seems to be, uh, yeah, no, uh, to me, we'll, it just hit me so much different. So we yeah. have a lot to talk about. But we'll that's that it. I think episode. we're, we're going to wrap it up, Garrett. Hey, we're done. Your son has a, gu- a drum lesson coming up, so we yes, got to get off before he starts making noise. Yeah, so he's he's starting up. I too. don't hear it. Can you can you can you can we hear some of it? Is he any good? Uh no. <laughs> Is he playing a drum kit? He's, Is he playing the drum kit? He's got these electronic drums uh, that he hooks oh, up to should. the amplifier. Yeah. So doesn't he? Can he put a headset on and no one else hears him? He can, but but he but he takes a lesson over Zoom, so he's got to play it oh. in, so that the, the instructor can hear on the Zoom. So yeah, so, we so should my, get going, but. So really quickly on my son's drum set, uh, he, he Nico McBrain. You know who that guy is? No. He's the drummer for Iron Maiden, and uh-huh. I, I'm, you know, I wasn't necessarily a fan of their music, but I became. He came in for a tour, and they asked me to show him around, and I became friends with Nico. So I tell him my son was a drummer. He goes, "Well, I can help you pick out a drum set." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so, nice. yeah, that was nice. It was great. He helped us pick out this set. It was this great Ludwig set, you know. But he gave us, he ordered, he told us to order this one kit that came with two bass drums. Oh. And one of these bass drums was gigantic. It was really big. And he goes, <laughs> well, this is if the lad, he like, you know, he's English. He goes, this is if the lad wants to make some noise. Oh. So he's, we set this thing up and he starts playing it and we hear it in the house. You know, I was like, this is great. And then went out to walk the dog and it sounded <laughs> like bombs were going off. Like the whole name, the way we were, the way we, I don't know why, it, the way we set it up, but it was like over the garage. So you might want to look into that. Yeah. Entertain the neighbors; they'll hate you. But you know, <laughs> you won't. You can have some peace in the house. All right. Right. Drum lesson is started. I guess. Yes. Time to go. All right, man. All right, man. See you next time. Have a good evening. See you uh, next two time, funny folks. Astronauts. Thanks. Two funny astronauts. Thanks for listening. <laughs> we'll catch Thank you next you. week. Bye, everybody.